Hey, it's me, Swagzilla0G, and I want to know if you're playing both sides of the ball. Go over to CampusCanton.com, put in code FEVER, save 10% off the top. Get in there for their exclusive betting content, help you get even more money back. By the time you know it, CampusCanton.com is free. It's paying you. Not only that, you get the best Debbie rankings, college player profiles, help you get ready for your Campus Canton leagues, and come play both sides of the ball with me at CampusCanton.com. Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fadero. Never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 290. To what it do? And I'm here, as always, with the feverish Fenero. We have a very special guest before I get to him. We're here with you tonight. All of you. You're the guest. So play along. We hope you pick well for the guests in the predictions this evening. You killed it last week with John Hogue. Oof. Hey, he got negative, too, and I'm saying he killed it. <laughs> It's so funny. Such a funny game. We'll the get guess, to we'll the guests are on a tear, man. They're on they a tear. Are. Yep. Rich came on and it's kind of started from there. And but yeah, last week Greg Dolchich got it with John. But we're gonna go through the top twelve this week because I didn't drop that. So we're gonna give it to Finero for that. But dude, such a weird week. Yeah. Such a weird week. Um like we have oh, where do we even start with Elijah Moore? Do we <laughs> well so is Garrett Wilson gonna make it back into the top twelve? <laughs> well, you know what? You sit there and say, well, there's going to be some targets sent his way, but the reason Elijah Moore's so pissed off is he had no targets. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can't say you can't say that Gary Wilson's <laughs> going to tick up when Elijah Moore has been criminally underused. Uh, wow. I mean, uh, uh, dude, I'm starting – you know the whole public's nervous announcement that you you are so famous for. I, I'm I'm getting. I wish super, I was famous for that. You're famous. I'm gonna for that. Do, You're famous to let's me. Let's do that. I'm gonna yeah. do super flexible and public nervous. There you go. I'm I'm super nervous about Zach Wilson, dude. You should. Just, you want to come on and be a guest on <laughs> yeah, Super Flexible yeah, Podcast? I would love to. I would love to Jesus. do this. <laughs> this is awesome. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Friend uh, of the show. Do you want to come on and be friend of the show? Yeah, I want to come on and be friend of the show. Um. So, okay. Your so, public nervous announcement. Well, Elijah Moore has zero targets and Garrett Wilson caught one out of five targets for eight yards. I mean... It, uh, beep, 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 beep. Public nervous announcement. I, I, I hate to say this, dude, but bring back Joe Flacco. Bring back, oh. bring back Mike White. Bring back any other quarterback. It seems as soon as Zach Wilson gets hurt, the Jets have an offense. And as soon as Zach Wilson comes back, this is two years now. This is two years of this stuff. And I know everyone was saying, oh, Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson were kind of bonding towards the end of the year last year. They were, but it was like two games. Like, really, two or three games is a small sample size. Zach Wilson is making me nervous. Brees Hall running back five on the week, 20 attempts, 116 yards, one touchdown, two receptions, 
off two targets, five yards, 26.1 fantasy points, <laughs> and the Jets win. Brees Hall, man. Oh, Zach you're, you're... Wilson has a winning record since he's been back. <sighs> so is he hurting the offense or he's hurting the fantasy assets? And, and, um, I've got beef with Zach Wilson here. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate a little bit, but they're winning, you know? Right. This is true. Despite if, uh, the quarterback, yes. If <laughs> it was good, dude. <laughs> and this is not a comp. But I don't I actually don't care. You guys but if it was if it was Lamar, they'd be fine with it. Mm, mm. Yeah, you know you know what it is. It's that it's the it's the rushing thing. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah Zach Wilson's not giving us any cheat code weeks yeah, either. That's what it is. So he's under a microscope as a passer. So, but I, I hear you. Like I giggled a little inside with the Lamar Jackson thing. Because, but he's uh, giving us Brees Hall. Yes. Yes. I guess. And, I don't know. Can you say he's giving us Brees Hall? I can't do that. Brees well, Hall I mean, giving can us you Brees t- Hall. Tell me the other <laughs> offensive weapon you're super excited to start on the Ravens, though. Ah, that's an excellent point. So it's not like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. It was Marquise Brown last year as one asset. Mm-hmm. That was just Devin about Duvernay? it. Devin Duvernay? Duvernay's a nice little overachiever. He has I mean, been, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. He actually looks decent, too, as a football player, not just fantasy box score. Like, he actually looks like he's he's taken his game to another level, but, you know, he was at such a low level to begin with, a non, non-existent player and, and fantasy asset. I thought he was just a returner, to be quite honest. But, um, the way he's, the way he's catching the ball out there, he, he looks, he looks pretty decent. He looks like a wide receiver three on a team that's forced to play wide receiver two and possibly even worse with Bateman out. So Bateman's coming back. So I do like him. Uh, so the big so. question that we'll have to like kind of, Try to not talk about too much and like kind of keep this going throughout the season is, is there going to be a new quarterback for the Jets next year? Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about like Garrett Wilson moving forward? Obviously, we love Brees Hall. Let me throw a couple trades at you or a couple of scenarios. Okay. Would you rather have, <laughs> we'll come full circle here with the two teams we've been talking about with the Ravens and the, Jets, would you rather have J.K. Dobbins and Elijah Moore mm. or Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers? Dobbins and Elijah Moore. Yeah? Yeah. You just like the future on that? Yeah. I'm starting to get a little worried about Dobbins. Oh, I'm I'm actually – I was starting to get a little worried at the beginning of this season when it was, it was like, what? He's not better? Like he's not going to play week one? Now that it's like going into week seven, I'm more than a little worried about Dobbins. Yeah, like it's not just going into week seven. It's I mean we're yeah, gonna be man. I mean we're waiting for what like a week a season four breakout. <laughs> well, I mean, at what point do we say the guys played five or six games total in three years? You yeah. know what I mean? Like he I, this there's just nothing to look at anymore. Yeah. I I just um I'm worried. And then if you sit there and you say, you know, we we saw we saw this with Carryon Johnson, we saw this with you know we see these with other with other running backs where. Mm-hmm. You can't, as a running back, miss this kind of time. Yeah. You can't. You just cannot miss this kind of time. So, I mean, my my move, like, I don't, I, I guess I'll be trying to ship J.K. Dobbins off to any non-contender just in case they feel like, okay, yeah, I'm willing to wait mm-hmm. because I'm done waiting, man. We're going into season three. We're in season three, and and this is what we've gotten. We A lot of times I've... Throwing you, too much at J.K. Dobbins to get him out of my teams. The, are you doing the same kind of thing with Cam Akers? 
I think Cam Akers currently has more stink on him. He, absolutely. So Cam Akers similar like, situations though, right? Like he can't stay on the field. We don't know what's going on. Like why is he? Why is he out of favor now? Like what's going on? And and see like the thing with Akers is it feels like he wants to play, and J.K. Dobbins seems like he can't play. Fair enough. And now let me ask you this, like your perception, not necessarily how you feel, your perception of how the community might feel, which one can I get for a late second? I think Cam Akers is cheaper than Dobbins. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and I know I threw like a second out there, but so the one that wants to play is potentially cheaper. Mm -hmm. And I think at some point he'll be traded Mm -hmm. to a team that wants to at least try to utilize him. I mean... So, I mean, for me, I think the one that I'm more interested in trying to acquire or that I think I can actually buy low on is Cam Akers. J.K. Dobbins, I'm legitimately worried about now in a little bit of a different way because of the way the injury is obviously nagging him. And and he's on a team that wants to utilize him. They just can't. I would get out of Cam. I would give you my Cam Akers for a second. You would? Yep. Hmm. I'm ready. Maybe I'll try that off for a couple spots. Yeah. Now, J.K. Dobbins, I feel like I have to give you a little bit more. J.K. Dobbins. At this moment. But or, if, if Dobbins misses two or three more games, you wouldn't. Oh, he's out four to six. Oh, is that a. Oh, seriously? He's probably having surgery, yeah. Oh, that's right. I did see something about surgery, but I didn't read the rest of the article. He's he's out four to six. Yeah. Yeah, I think, dude, I, yeah, he's he's in the same. I'm glad I kind of didn't know that because I was giving you my reaction before that news. Yeah, check your so, lineup. Yeah, so I think I think I think he's in the same boat now. I think you could get him for a late second as well, or I'm sorry, so, a second. Okay, so now J.K. Dobbins, Elijah Moore, or Christian McCaffrey is it still you still taking the? Yeah, for the off chance that that Dobbins is is getting right, and then I get him next year. CMC is it's a lateral move, and he's CMC, you know. So like I'm fine with that, but every. CMC gets hurt, and he does. That's, yeah, that's I'm baked. In, that's baked into it for me. And switching to another team doesn't make me more excited or anything like that. He's still the same guy to me. He doesn't get better. Um, I think. I think CMC makes some other players on San Francisco worse and some other better, like Garoppolo better, sure. and, and and maybe Ayuk is tougher now at this point. But it's one of those things where CMC himself, the asset, it's still the same thing to me. It's kind of a dying. A dying asset. So I want to stay on the Dobbins side. What is he, 25? 24, I think. Yeah, I want to stay on that side just... of, and, and just gamble on the fact that, you know, he's going to get right next season with that surgery. But, I mean, I'm sure people are tired of I I, I put a tweet out two, three days yeah. ago about, you know, I, I, I'm if if I was a Dobbins owner, I'm done waiting. Like I just, I'm wore I out, like, Fenero. Yeah, yeah, I'm wore it's, out. It's a lot of waiting, man. So these are real live scenarios I'm giving you too. Like all of these trades, I have offered out to the non-contenders, and they are they're actually sent now and have not been accepted or rejected. So I asked for Christian McCaffrey. I'm listening to you though, and that one I will let you know. I thought about revoking another mm-hmm. one. I sent out was Elijah Moore and Dobbins for Sir Nicholas Chubb. Mm. Bring back Sir Nicholas. So Ooh, what do you think about that one? The, I like that one. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of want the Chubb side. I like that Chubb side. Yeah. It brings back memories, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he's had two bad weeks now. and um, Or is it just the one? Because I own a lot of Chubb, so the, it, it hurt. 
it, the one week hurt maybe like it felt I think like it was two just weeks. the one that was really bad. Yeah, there was one really bad week. But basically, before that, he was basically leading the league in rushing, and he threatened with that like two years ago as well. Nick Nicholas Chubb is like a very good running back. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Hunt has not slowed him at all this year. No, it's not even close. Last one, Fanero. Mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins or Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs. Right, and dude. I, and I love it. I dude, I my Josh Jacobs shares are just gleaming all of a sudden. They were so mm-hmm. dirty, so so dirty before the season started. You had to dust them off before week one. They were yeah. so dirty. People hated Josh Jacobs so much. They were saying in that preseason game when he was just getting all that run, they're showcasing him. They're gonna trade him. They're not gonna use him. And he's a studly this year. Yeah. Studly. He's one of the best running backs in the league right now. I love it. He is, man. I love how they're using him. I, I feel like he – I think he's in a contract year. That's maybe part of it. But we'll take that, right? I don't care. Yeah. The the crappy thing about Josh Jacobs that I've noticed, and it's not all leagues because this one that I mentioned, he's a bottom feeder team that should make the trade with me. But a lot of the teams I look to acquire Josh Jacobs now, they're actually doing really well. And I yeah. think part of it – I don't think it's a coincidence. I think Josh Jacobs, the the – equity that they have invested in him they they didn't have to invest much so it's carrying their team like he's a league winner at this point knock on wood like stay healthy josh jacobs but man i'm loving it man prove everybody wrong yeah josh josh jacobs is uh is on enough of my rosters where he was kind of coming into the season like he's like my third back and when he becomes your number one back and you felt really good about the two others, you're strong. He's like kind of like a Damian Pierce is this season, too. Like Damian Pierce is like a third or fourth running back on my team, on, on the teams that I have him on. And he's he's acting like a, a running back one, which is just J.K. I mean, Dobbins or Damian Pierce. <laughs> I, I, yeah, dude, you, you got to go Damian Pierce there. I, I You just have to. Yeah. You have J.K. to. J.K. Dobbins would love to have a stretch like Damian Pierce has had in that. Yeah, you, you have to. You have to. I'm with you, man. I would man. love to hear someone argue the other side because I just, I there's there's not enough data, statistics, analytics, anything to to battle that. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, man. Derrick Henry is the only running back I regretted trading away before he broke out. If he that was makes a long, any sense. he was a long wait. Yeah, he was a long like wait. After Mar- I remember Marco that. Murray had to go away after, yeah. the, but year three, I was like, man, I'm I'm so done. So yeah. I started getting rid of Derrick Henry, yeah. and then he like was awesome. Well, that's a good but, lesson, dude. For you what don't you're see saying. that a lot. No, you do absolutely do not see that a lot. No, so that, that's I'm rare, out, dude. That's rare. If you have to use an outlier to to support your argument, you got to look back in the mirror. Yeah. Are you buying Elijah Moore, and then you've got to go through this top twelve? Yeah, I think I think I would buy Elijah Moore. I actually, um, the end of last year in a playoff push, I traded Elijah Moore for Chris Godwin, and that that very week I got Chris Godwin. He was hurt for the for the whole playoff run. I remember that it sucked, and and now it's looking good, right? It's like like that. I rather have the Chris Godwin side at this point this year in twenty twenty two. But that just is my point on how fast something like that can change. I think it can swing just the other way. I am convinced Elijah Moore is a very good wide receiver. I think Elijah Moore thinks he's a very good wide receiver, and I think he thinks that Zach Wilson isn't good enough. I don't love the chirping. I don't like when people ask for trades, but I do like when somebody believes in their own talent, and if it matches with me also believing that, I feel like 
a lot of us agree that Elijah Moore is a great route runner and a very good and will be a very good NFL wide receiver. He just needs to change. Um, and maybe he even gets it with the Jets, you know? Well, I mean, and that's just it. Honestly, if the, if the Jets aren't going to give him what he wants in a trade, mm-hmm. I think they should give him what he wants on the field and get him involved yeah. somehow. Yep. Cause. Yeah. We've seen this with wide receivers year in and year out. Um, we're not going to see it with Elijah Moore this week because he's not playing. That, that, that's, that's a big one. But you might see it the, the week coming back where it's just like, okay, the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Let's, let's, let's feed Elijah Moore and, and see what happens. And, you know, their offense will probably be better for it. So. Yep. That's a tough one, man. It's, a, I don't know what to do with that guy. <laughs> Cause plus, like, it, it's the emotional investment, and I, I like Elijah Moore a lot, and we have. I think you talked about a player so much you can get one, but then there, I have to still remember, like, wide receivers don't matter. <laughs> and this one's helping me even less than ever. <laughs> but the out is so – you don't you can't get anything for him right now, so it's just a hold. Yeah. Yep. But, man, all right. Well, we'll end with – at least the 49ers are used to having injured running backs. Yeah, this is very true. I thought I of that still right away. wonder what's going to happen with McCaffrey, but we know that he won't be in the top 12 rookies next week. <laughs> That's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. <sighs> Tyler Algiers in it. I know. I can I wrote, ask you a question? I had him jot it down for somebody that I might pick for next week, and I can't. No. Is, was Tyler Algier available to all of us last week? I think so. And none of us Unless he was on the week before. I feel like he was available because I looked I looked at my list and he was further down. And I'm like, why did I pick Tyrion Davis Price hoping he would play when I knew Tyler Algeo was gonna throw out for the guests? This week we don't. This week we don't feel bad for the guests, yes. I think that'll become very apparent when we get down to the picks. Yeah. That's why you didn't pick Tyler Algier last week. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. Whenever you got to do the top 12. All right. We already talked about Brees Hall at the top once again. Wouldn't be surprised if Brees Hall is up here in the top one, two, or three. He's got some competition with number two, Kenneth Walker. 21 attempts, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Also targeted three times, caught two of them for 13 yards. Your boy, out of the dark, dark horse of them all, Tyquan Thornton of New England Patriots. Rushes for th- uh, three times for 16 yards and makes one of them into a touchdown, but decides that a rushing touchdown isn't good enough. So he gets targeted five times, four catches for 37 yards, and a receiving touchdown for rookie number three. But that's not going to happen a lot. No, we all know that that's like, not going to happen a lot. Like wide receiver eight and everything, you know, <laughs> like, because you say like my boy and like, I appreciate you, but like, I don't expect him to be a wide receiver no. one. I don't even know if I'd expect him to be a wide receiver two throughout his career. But I, I love that you five picked targets him last week. And, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I got lucky. That's like, what I meant by I mean, your plus boy. Plus Damian Harris is back this week. Yeah. So proceed with caution, but. I'm excited about Tyquan Thornton in like a proceed with caution type of way. Like I think he could be a wide receiver two weekly and probably a seasonal wide receiver three. He's a speedy little guy and those speedy little guys get kind of labeled as like a one trick pony. And it looks like New England knows how to use them and wants to use them. Just came Mac back Jones from injury. Is, back. is that going to yep. change anything? I think honestly, I, I think it's been a nice surprise having Bailey Zappi do what he did. But I do feel like New England's pretty stuck with Mac Jones, uh, stuck yeah. in in a way that is a 
a positive thing. I don't mean stuck like we have to use this guy. So, no, I think Mac Jones is, is solid. And I think New England just hits pay dirt again and, and it's like, oh, wait, we have a good backup quarterback and we know it now. Good for them. <laughs> so sick of the Patriots hitting on stuff. Number four rookie, Jake Ferguson. We got a tight end here in the list again. Jake Ferguson was targeted six times, brought in four of them. And that touchdown gets you on the rookie list every single week. We had, um, I guess, uh, what's his name's coming back, right? Help me yeah, out. Yeah, I like what you call him, though. That's what's what his we name? should call Schultz. him. That's the new Dalton name Schultz. for Dalton Schultz is what's his name. Coming back. But the, the, the key here, though, is to remember, and we brought this up in the offseason, Dalton Schultz is not going to be back next year. So keep your eye on Jake yes. Ferguson. Keep your eye on this other tight end, Daniel Bellinger. Daniel Bellinger, all he does is wind up on this list. The only there was only he wasn't on this list only two weeks, and one of them was week one. Daniel Bellinger scores another touchdown, goes five for five for thirty-eight yards, and that touchdown was huge in the Giants game to ice that game, give them the lead. Brian Robinson finds himself on the list again. Seventeen rushes. We kind of talked about this a little bit on Saturday. He didn't do a ton with them. He didn't do a ton the week before either with his nine carries, but he did get into the end zone, and they do seem pretty committed to using him. I know that you had brought up a couple times that it seems like they want to bring Gibson back in a little bit. I don't blame them. It doesn't seem like Robinson's totally running away with this, but also keep in mind the guy, like, he's kind of getting his legs under him too, so I yeah. would still be patient. Like this I'm is, with you, yeah. This is not week six or seven for Brian Robinson. This is week one or J.K. Dobbins or Brian Robinson? J.K. Dobbins. Brian Robinson and a third or J.K. Dobbins? J.K. Dobbins. See, so, but you said he's J.K. Dobbins is almost in that second area. Yeah. So that's where it gets tough with picks, doesn't it? It does. The third is always has a stink on it. Like every time a third's on, it's like, oh, a third will push it over. It's like, nah, it's still just a third. So you said, you said, I don't know, I think it was with Hogan. Was it before or after the show that you said that you're starting to like Alec Pierce more than Pittman? Oh, not more than Pittman. I said I was feverish about him last week. He was my, he was my feverish. Gotcha. Okay. Definitely don't like him more than Pittman, but. I was uh, I was pointing out that Alec Pierce in the and I think it's the last three games and it was only his three games because keep in mind he missed the first three weeks of the season he's kind of on fire target wise and bringing him in and Alec Pierce that touchdown that he got to make this what is it rookie seven I kind of lost my number here that touchdown was a big big touchdown yeah, for seven. the Indianapolis Colts that's another when I so when I mentioned Bellinger early and now I'm bringing up Pierce for this for this big touchdown. The quarterbacks and the team are calling his number. And I feel like that just means a lot to me. The Bellinger, times. They're rookies, man. And when the game was on the line, they went to them. Yep. That That is a really, really, really big deal you will not see in the box score. You're not going to see game-tying touchdown in the box score. You're not going to see, you know, last-minute game-winning touchdown in the box score. You're just going to see their stats. Another tight end swags, Greg Dultrich. We know that he made it in um, in his first game, his debut, if you will. Uh, he was not out there very much at all. But actually, what he was out there, wasn't he? He was out there like eighty percent. It was actually the opposite. I'm telling you, he's not out there at all. He was out there a ton, and I kind of yeah. So he's yeah eighty one yeah eighty one percent route participation in his first NFL game, and he saw thirteen percent of the targets. So yeah, yeah. But, and, um, and like, I don't know if you listened to Super Show this week, but I want to tell you 
I know, man, I got so like recency bias on Greg Dolchich that even <laughs> as the week went on, I got away from it and I'm like, how could I put him above Daniel Bellinger with how consistent Bellinger has been throughout the season? And even mm-hmm. to the point where this same week he did better than Dolchich. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, so I, I want to take that back and I'm putting Bellinger at this point in, front of Dolchich, but very excited to watch them both, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Albert I actually, O can kiss it goodbye, right? Yeah, well, they're, I'm hearing about trade talks now with him, so teams are reaching out going, huh, looks like you might have your tight end. Can we have Albert O? No offense, scared. <laughs> Dude, tight ends, tight ends, tight ends, man. Like it's I, crazy, I don't it? remember talking about – so either either this class is so shallow, and I know, we, I know we've kind of hinted towards that, or we have some we have some tight ends to be excited about. Bellinger, Otten, Chig, even Hendershot's gotten in here. Bellinger, like we said, likely's been in here more than once. He's been in here, I think, three times. Like, I don't remember talking about tight ends any year like this year. Like, we always talk about waiting on them. And I know last year only had Pitts, but like even before that, like when you had Fant, who's still waiting to become something, and um Hawkinson. Hawkinson was hurt almost his entire rookie season. So it's like it's one of these things where I just don't remember this many tight ends this yeah. early on it producing. Makes me want to ask you a question. And I know you can't predict part of this question in the tight ends, especially like we've like you said, we've been talking a lot about tight ends and also how inconsistent they can be. Mm-hmm. But so your next guy on your list here, Wandale Robinson, wide receiver thirty two with twelve point seven fantasy points. And then right above and below, we have two tight ends. We have a tight end 15 and a tight end 12. Greg Dolchich with 13.4 and Jelani Woods with 11.7. So my question is, if you could predict this floor of like a tight end 12 to tight end 15 area with 12 to 15, 12 to 13 points, we'll say, would you rather have that or wide receiver 32? Mm. Uh, probably the wide receiver 32. I think I'd rather have the tight end. Yeah, I think and because just the- because even if it's for my bye weeks plus mm-hmm. that flex spot and because I'm hoping like I should have asked it like a little differently. Like I have a better tight end. This is my bench tight end. I don't yeah. know if that changes anything for you. And same with like Wandale Robinson. Like we're not quite confident starting our that wide receiver three weekly, you know? No. So uh, this is my tight end two. And probably my wide receiver four. Right. Does that change anything or still? No, that's kind of how I was framing the okay. question in my head because I was sitting yeah. there thinking, okay, most of my leagues, I have to start three wide receivers mm-hmm. and only start one tight end. So I feel like I'm going to have a better tight end than these guys. So these guys are more like bench warmers that I hope become my starting tight end when my starting tight end ages out. Um, or becomes an asset that I can trade where Wondell Robinson is maybe somebody that's going to like consistently be on uh, my roster more often than that that second tight end. So that's why I went with the wide receiver three. And that's assuming Wondell Robinson is a wide receiver three. I, I can't say that. Um, I'm not yeah, willing to say that. Even, we can't say it about the tight ends either, to be right. fair. I just want to make that clear. He was on the field only um, for like 35% of passing plays, but for somehow he, he got a 36% target rate, which is just stupid. <laughs> He's basically yeah. targeted on every play he was out there. Um, and his role should grow. I mean, there's no real reason why. I mean, Galladay and, and Kadarius Tony have like basically, you know, 
decided to not play for this team for the rest of the season. Um, and then we have Shepard's injury. So Wondell Robinson's up. You know, he's I feel next like Kadarius is just using that as an excuse. Yeah, I do too. But 100%, Galladay dude. is a big disappointment, right? Yeah, but I mean, at least he's, he's like, a like at in least a way he's a carryover. He almost be kind of ashamed of himself. He's a carryover disappointment, though. So, like a lot of Giants fans, like myself, weren't really counting him to be honest. Like, I never got excited about. Do you get excited about players that you're down on for your Detroit Lions? Like, do you get excited like artificially? I'm the opposite. If I'm down on a player, I'm probably mm. double down on that player. Yeah, you've been here because with he's me, on dude. my team. I was. Uh... I was down on Kenny Galladay before he was a giant. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. This is very <laughs> so, true. This is very true. But you were buying I, back in a little bit because his price was. I was. So it got low. so cheap. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. dude. You're right. I was, and um, where I was still a couple just of out. them. I probably like because he was a giant. Still overpaid a little bit for, and I thought yeah. that Daniel Bellinger, not Daniel Bellinger, Daniel Jones would just like chuck it to him and it'd work, and mm-hmm. I thought he'd be going for the fifty fifty, and we'd see more of those, and um. It was stupid excitement. Just looking for my cheap wide receivers. I've got them kind of wrong the last couple of years, man. <sighs> Make a living off those guys. <laughs> yes, you do. Changes your Christmas money, man. <laughs> They're easier to find, to your point. I know that's... Uh, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Corey Davis, I could have better Christmas presents. If... <laughs> um. All right. So anyway, sorry. I took you. you no, were, no. I you think we left off. I think we left off on rookie ten Jelani Woods. Uh, I believe that's his third touchdown. He scored two touchdowns in one game. Uh, back to your point of being random. Uh, targeted three times though. Two catches, twenty-seven yards for that touch. Now this guy, <laughs> Rashid Shahid. Which now that we are recording. On a day after the Thursday game, we know that Rashid Shahid will be on next week's top 12 because he once again scored a touchdown. This guy has two, count them, two NFL touches. That's it. Two. That's crazy. And both of them are 40 plus yard touchdowns. One of them is a rush and one of them is a catch. Unlike Tyquan Thornton, <laughs> Rashid Shahid needed two games to do what Thornton did, but he has found himself on the top 12 this week and is going to find himself on the top 12 next week because we already know this. Um, yeah, this guy might. I, I, I personally, with Michael Thomas out, Landry out, it being the Olave show, Olave, much yes. praise to you, brother, the fact that you're able to do that. And I know like we'll look at the box score and, and see that it's going to look like, quote unquote, drops. He was the only one out there. He was getting hammered after the catch. What a performance being like the offense. It was him and Kamara. What a performance. So Rashid Shahid is out there just because he has to be. Um, so I don't I don't suspect after next week we're going to see a ton of them. But he does seem to be a speedy wide receiver that found a home. And uh, that's our second rookie that with some jets that the team at least knows how to use them. Yeah. And somehow Tyler Algier finds his way onto the list as rookie number 12. 15 carries, out carried by Caleb Huntley, by the way. Caleb Huntley had 16 for 51 yards, no touchdown. If he had the touchdown, he'd be a little higher up on this list. Tyler Algier, yeah. 57% of the snaps with Caleb Huntley getting 34, yet Caleb Huntley, again, had more attempts and more. Kind of a huge sell there, right? If you can, like, you almost need to throw him into a trade. Nobody's shopping for Tyler Algier at this point. I think that you should try to 
push him to somebody, though. Yeah. Do we have more time for him to get a good matchup, though? It's not a bad idea. I think we have a little. I think we have a little bit. As I like to in the past, man. Yeah, because as much as we talked about like um, Williams coming back from IR and things like that, like you know, I I kind of was lukewarm on Algier, thinking this was going to be a committee the whole time. That's what we have here, but it doesn't mean that a touchdown and maybe I don't know seventy, eighty yards isn't possible for him in a good matchup. Yeah, and then I think, and then I think maybe somewhere in there we can sell him. Especially probably right because then there'll be just enough noise to where everybody's like, yeah. Plus, you're League thinking winner, rest of season. Yeah, you're thinking rest of season. Yeah. Even if you're not thinking dynasty, you're thinking, hey, psh, rest of season. Yeah, I, I think I have the running back, and you don't. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Now no, that's a don't. good point. Yeah. So super quick, Fenero mentioned when he was talking about Rashid Shahid about uh, that Thursday night game. So we do truly apologize, and we hope you're still with us about these last two weeks being kind of late. It's been fun for us, but <laughs> we've just had some stuff going on and been busy. And we talked about some stuff before the show that I'm pretty excited about. Just a couple shows we're going to do in the future. And we'll be back on recording Wednesday nights at least the next two weeks, it sounds yep, like. Absolutely. So we'll get them out a little earlier for you guys. But appreciate you. Um, if you're mad, five-star review us, man. <laughs> that what you do when you're get enough of those we don't get enough you know and if you're still listening and like that's what's encouraging like honestly if 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 you give me a one-star review it doesn't make me want to do better (laughs) that's a really good point (laughs) if you hit me up in my dms and you want to talk and like hey you should try this that's a different story man i agree i love that kind of stuff some constructive criticism but yeah give us a five-star review reach out anytime we should do a Dynasty Nerds prom- promo while while we've got their attention, or we while we probably, don't. Yeah, we should probably do a Dynasty Nerds promotion. They've been so good to us. We might as well definitely let everybody know about them. We still have people every day signing up to Dynasty Nerds. And why the hell not, Swag? Yeah. Why would you not sign up? Now, you're thinking, yeah. okay, well, we're, we're, we're like bought and paid for, so that's why we're talking about... No, no, that's not what happened. We've been... Swags and I have been a huge fan of Dynasty Nerds for a Friends long time. Friends of the show. Long, long time. And if you listen to the show, you know that we've had Rich on several times. We've had Garrett on several times. We love those guys. We love Rich the tools. Rich took over the show. We didn't Rich get, did take like, over. The, I pretty we much like, hey, wasn't man, there. We're going to get you a red carpet. And he was like, why would you do that? This is my house. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're already here. Like, and I'm glad you brought up Rich because they talked about how in just a couple months, they're going to be revamping some of their tools, one of which was the, the trade analyzer. That he himself thought, or the trade calculator, I'm sorry. I think the trade analyzer is still a great tool. But the trade calculator, he himself thought it wasn't up to standard. And that's going to get a uh, rehaul. And then, of course, the thing that we've been talking about over and over and over again, the GM tool. That is our favorite here at Rookie Fever. That is also going to get an overhaul. So why not sign up now while we still have this promo? We're not going to have it all year long. I do know that. Uh, so why not take advantage of the promo now while you can? There's a lot of in-season articles and tools that you can use to help your league today. And, of course, use those tools to uh, get some of those playoff runs and trades going. Yeah, and and you're supporting good people, and you're getting content from good people who want to help you win, like like we do here at Rookie Fever. Good point. So, 
Fenero, you should get a subscription to DynastyNerds.com or check it out more to make sure it's helping you win your leagues. <laughs> so be sure to check out DynastyNerds.com. Use code FEVER. Check out their podcasts, too. And, I mean, they're putting out YouTube content. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, those guys are awesome. Yeah, they're doing pretty much everything right. We'll have them back on soon. And then... Man, is it already prediction time? I feel like we It is, I think. I know. That's crazy. It came upon us very quickly. Not eligible is Chris Olave and Damian Pierce. And for you, you can't pick, you probably don't want to, but you can't pick Tyrion Davius Price. And you can't pick, oh, you won with Wandale Robinson. You're good with that. And I can't pick, dude, I have to be honest with you. Like, (laughs) we're sitting here last week. This is how I'm feeling over the weekend with football. Sitting here last week, though, recording with John before the show, and I'm not prepared. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so I'm just going to be honest like to tell this story real quick. I'll try to be quick. Okay? I'll talk fast. But And so I'm getting my predictions ready, and I'm like, Keontae Ingram. Like, oh, my God, I felt like a genius. <laughs> Like, that was when, like, you and John, I was like, oh, and you guys were like, oh, what? Like, and I was like, nothing. I'm the smartest man in the world. And I wrote down Keontre Keontre Ingram and felt like I had it, man. Yeah, you almost did. You almost did. Because uh, he's going to be another player on the list next week. Keontae Ingram played Thursday night as well and got a touchdown. So he's probably going to be on this list. Yeah, you missed it by a week. Let's not pick him for the guests if he already scored. Yeah, well, I'm definitely not doing that. No. No. Five-star review this show if you want us to pick bad for the guests today. (laughs) And (laughs) five-star review the show if you want us to pick good for them, too. And then we'll know. What you want us to do. Yeah, this is very good. Because we said, like, that you're the guest today. So you have that kind of control today. Just five-star review us, and we'll pick whoever you want. Um, so who's going first? What do we have? Oh, I'm, 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 I have negative 80 points, and you have negative 55. So that means and you're the first? guests are winning now with negative 47 because of John's big win with negative two last week. Uh, well, you get to pick if you want to go first. Oh, that's right. We're not... So, Fenero and I are going to snake, and then the guests are going to pick last, right? Is that... All right. That sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> Is that what's I'm good. happening? I'm, I'm totally down. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. The, le- the, the, the guests have been killing it two weeks in a row, and I believe that they uh, have a shit storm coming, and um, because we're going to pick for them. <laughs> Dude. I'm going to give them a shot. I'm going to let you pick. I'm going to give them a shot. You can pick. Oh man, there's like I'm not gonna bury him. I'm gonna some give potential low hanging fruit this week. Um, I'll let you pick first, Fenero. All right, Drake London. Knowing, oh yeah, that, that, and I like that. <laughs> that that's definitely like I, I didn't even let you like reconsider. <laughs> You're like so you can go first, Drake London. I'm picking Garrett Wilson. Nice. And I think somehow rookie fever cursed these guys. I know, because right? it was super fun at the beginning of the season. We were doing like Garrett Wilson and Drake London. Garrett. And the the truth is we could probably still do that, but it would be based off crappy weeks the last yes. few weeks. Yes. So hopefully they show back up. So this will be fun. He's taking London. I'm taking Wilson because that one extra target that he might get with 
Elijah Moore being out, dude, is gonna eat. Oh, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you, Elijah Moore. Garrett I'm Wilson. That was season. funny. That was funny. I'm not laughing at, at this situation. Well, I mean, that, you brought it up because it's a great point. Because you know that that's what people are. <laughs> everyone's say. I know everyone's waiting for the uptick from Garrett Wilson, and they don't realize Elijah Moore isn't getting yeah, anything. Yeah, that's why anyway. he's not playing. <laughs> like, if anything, like the coverage he was taking is going to be, it has to go somewhere else. <laughs> so I have pick number three. Yeah, that's what. That's what. That's too bad. Romeo Dobbs. Oh, okay. Romeo Dobbs versus the Jets. Um, I love that I, pick, and it, it would have been who I picked if you didn't pick the guy I'm going to pick okay. now. Good. Well, I'm glad you get your guy. I'm glad you get I'm your guy. I'm taking Pickens, dude. Yeah, that's not a bad one. But Tampa Bay stingy. I don't love that matchup, but you know. We don't talk about matchups. For, they for are, and, but Chase Claypool might get traded. Not this week. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be out there healthy. this week. They and they're going to be healthy. showcasing them like they did last week, showcasing them. Well, I still feel pretty good about George Pickens compared to the field and just having him be available. Even if my minus is here, I yeah. shouldn't get minus 32 right. this week. No, I feel I feel pretty good about our picks not being like too heavy in the negative. Yeah, but, but Swags, keep in mind, Chris Olave is going to be in the top 12 because he had a, a stellar game, over 100 yards and a touchdown. Then we also know Rahid Shahid is probably going to be in there with his touchdown, plus Keontae Ingram with his touchdown. So we're only we're we're only we only have nine and left. Brees we only have Hall. nine left. Oh yeah, Brees Hall will absolutely. Be Brees there, Hall so. could have a bad game and still be. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I think Damian Pierce revisits it. That's Ian another Walker. one. Kenneth Walker. That's like six. There's six <laughs> spots. Well, you and I have the other ones. At least James Cook's on a bye week. This is true. <laughs> this is true. And then we have um, we have Zach Moss inactive. So it looks like James Cook might be a pick in week eight when he comes back from the bye. I think I might be looking at that if we have slim pickings. What are we picking for the guests? There's a couple good ones left. Do you want to really screw them over or do you want to you go logical here? Let me hear your logic. All right. So and then I'll I, tell you my logic. <laughs> I feel as though with um, Cade Otten having the, the the tight end room to himself this week, I think Cade Otten is a nice pick versus Pittsburgh. I think it's a nice pick. Do we give it to the guests? Well, see, my logic was the guests should have to pay the price of the echo chamber. Ooh, what's the echo chamber saying? Because you know that better than anyone I know. Sky Moore's the man. <laughs> You're gonna give them Sky more. It'll end up being like the week That's they so freaking cold. go off. Dude. Well, maybe we should do it then. Some okay, let's try it. All right, Sky let's see more if we're magic. We have powers. All right, Sky more. Let's give them people we hate just to see if they do good, or people we throw shade on. Or I do. <laughs> I did. Okay, so I'm picking Sky more. I think you should pick the other one. All right. I do want to mention though, and I, I'm not trying, I do not, I was not going to pick this guy, and I'm not uh, saying you should, but mm -hmm. Isaiah Spiller is active this week. No way. And if you have any, any will at all that wants to add him to your teams, like it might be a good, it's not going to cost you much. He's like that throwing type player that you try to just like pretend to be going after somebody better, but get Isaiah Spiller too before he has like three or four points. Mm. Three or four points. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he's supposed to be active this week. So we will see. If you want to give him to them. 
<laughs> Another interesting one. I know I mentioned a tight end, Otten. Another interesting one, um, just because Mark Andrews is pretty beat up, it looks like he might play, but would be that Isaiah likely that seems to squeeze in here. He had four targets last week for 30 yards with Mark Andrews out there. Man, I wouldn't mind trying to wish that into not the Mark Andrews injury part, but I mean, we've no, talked I, about a lot about Isaiah likely. I kind of want to see one week without Andrews, though. I'm not wishing him to get hurt, but I would love for him to like maybe this week say, you know what? We can beat the Giants. We're going to go ahead and let... Actually, can they? Can they beat the Giants? Wow, I'm so used to saying the Giants are a pushover. Five and one Giants. Can Baltimore beat the Giants? Anyway, um, yeah, I, I would love to see Likely just play one game, even if that means, uh, I don't know, Mark Andrews has a stomach flu or something. I'm not wishing him an injury, but I would love to see Likely out there. You want to give Likely the shot? Yeah, we knew that. All right. So they Likely get Likely and Sky Moore. Yep. I have Pickens and Garrett Wilson, and then you have Dobbs in London. Yeah, that seems really lopsided, doesn't it? Not too bad. <laughs> I meant the guess. Sky more and likely versus those four guys. Pickens, they got Dobbs, Sky Moore. Wilson, Some people had London. him. Sky Moore's. <laughs> so, okay, one, we got to get out of here because we're doing so good. We and I know we're not like well. short for time, but. No, we are doing very well, though. I asked you. About Wilson, how you think he's going to do if you will buy Elijah Moore, da-da-da-da-da-da. Will you sell Garrett Wilson on the idea that most will be quick to think he's the man now because they're trading Elijah Moore? Nah, I know you I, like I him a lot, but there's yeah, not a like Garrett Wilson much. dip. Yeah, I like him too much. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's enough perceived value bump. If Zach Wilson was doing something, maybe it's still, it's still falling on the quarterback. He's and probably Elijah Moore's more targets now. And Elijah Moore is not gone. Maybe you make that move if Elijah Moore gets traded, but he's not gone. He's just disgruntled. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I don't know. You People trade are, Garrett Wilson, and then Elijah Moore sticks around. Yeah, exactly. What's what's the harm in that? <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Idea. <laughs> I'm like exactly. You're like, oh shit, no, that actually. Then we're both like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute, wait. that actually works. <laughs> Except I'm holding. <sighs> Freaking Jets, man. He's a Jet. Do you know who has the most missed tackles forced this season? No. It's Nick Chubb. You know who's second? Damian Pierce. Yeah. Nice. I love I love that you pulled that out. He had 17 missed tackles you in week five up. alone. He had 17 in week five alone. Wow. That's crazy. It's stupid. It's awesome. I'm going to go try to get more Damian Pierce. Oh, good luck. Oh, you there's he's, there's already he's people doable. throwing shade on Damian Pierce right now just because Christian McCaffrey went to the 49ers and that that means that I'm confused. Fourth round r- rookies are replaceable because Elijah uh, Mitchell. Oh, nice. When Elijah Mitchell didn't even do what what he play every second or third game, he just did pretty well while when mm-hmm. he did it. Yep. People, don't forget to five star review the show. <laughs> That was semi-friendly. Stick around for some coffee and tea. (laughs) Crumpets? Oh, yeah, crumpets. Might they have a crumpet with that coffee and tea? (sighs) We better get out of here. (laughs) I am at Swagzilla Zero G, and he is at TV. We are Rookie Fever. Five-star review the damn show. It gets you every pick you want on the show. And we are out. Ooh.